Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie comic interview. It is your Caped Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our brand new friends, Chastity and Chris of Flash Delirium LLC. We're here to break down their brand new Kickstarter for Rabbit's Badass Song, issue number two, or excuse me, one and two, and pop singer One Shot. What is up, guys? Welcome to tonight's stream. How are you guys doing? Good. How about you? Doing great. I'm doing pretty good. I uh, got the central air on, uh, just got done mowing, doing yard work. So it's that nice, like, breeze of heaven after being sweaty and, and, and getting the grass everywhere, you know? Oh, yeah, that's what I feel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what is up, guys? We were chatting a little bit earlier, but now that we are live, let's go ahead and start kind of capitalizing on that again. So give me a little bit of a history of what led you to, to creating indie comics. Um, do you want to start off? You want me to go? You're better at explaining stuff than okay. stuff. Well, you know, long story short, we have a film background. Uh, she's actually graduated from Coral Sale University, where I was pretty much self-taught. And uh, but we've worked on like small movie sets, a lot of independence films, and you know, shorts and commercials and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a big love for horror films. I'm a, I'm a huge horror fan. But so for a long time, we were originally gonna. We we're gonna try to do like the movie thing. We we're gonna okay, we're gonna do like they did back in the 90s. We'll make our little, you know, five dollars independent film and send it off to festivals. And if that gets picked up, you know, we'll do the next thing. But that proved to be very difficult for different reasons. Um, this is very expensive to make a movie. Yeah, the budget seems pretty pretty large compared to what you would need just for a comic. Like it's like yeah. two different worlds almost. And it was so part of it was okay. Financially, we did have enough to make a, a realistic short, uh, not short, but actual realistic film mm -hmm. uh, independently. But then you get into the whole thing about distribution, which that's that's what hurts a lot of people. Like I see a lot of people make their films, but when it gets to come time to get it actually seen by everybody, that's where it kind of hits that wall. And you know, it sucks, you know, because some films have got like a short lifetime span. But if you don't get it out then. If, you, if you're like a, like a month or even a year later, like that hype will cool down off of you kind of stuck with this thing. Ooh. But there was that, you know, we, we always played around ideas. No, we had all these different ideas, but we mm -hmm. did shoot a couple of short films ourselves and those, those were interesting. But it, but the whole time we always, we still were like reading, you know, doing our comic things, reading books and like, you know, writing down ideas. And we, we always said, well, you know, we could, we could always do comic books, you know, if we want to put the movie down the back burner. But it was never a case of we wanted to be little comics. I know some people think that, okay, I can't get into the movie business, so I guess I'll do a comic book and maybe I can get my, my, my door in. I never thought that way. They're both equally just as important. You know, mm -hmm. there's certain things you can do in a graphic novel. They're not easy. Yeah, that you can't do in a movie. And they're both cop they're both very hard and they both yeah. cost money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're gonna do them right, yeah. they both cost money. Hey, real quick, we have a uh, comic talk with Pops Van Zamp saying hey yo on YouTube. We got Tyler French over on Facebook saying hey, what up. Hey. And then we have Marvin uh, Wynn on YouTube saying hello as hey, well. Marvin. Uh, thank you guys for stopping in. So yeah, sorry sorry about interrupting. Uh, if, uh, go ahead. No, it's all good. But um, so we're gonna we're gonna backtrack to I guess mm -hmm. early like mid 2000, like around 2000 what 13, 14. I'll say that. Yeah. All right. So we we just finished up this one short film, and it's actually it was online. I don't know where the hell it's at now. It was called Hunt, and pretty much it was um a werewolf movie in third person. Like first person, like a hardcore Henry movie. Okay, and yeah, did, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, so we did the whole thing. What we did was, I said, okay, we're gonna show the guy before transformation, during, and after transformation. So you got to see everything through his perspective. 
It wasn't bad. It, it definitely had its moments, you know. And that the reason we did that thing, that was gonna be the thing we're gonna use to try to raise money to do this other movie. But that again, that it took the shooting itself took like a couple of months. But to prepare for it, that was a, that was a, this fucking headaches. I, don't, I, I can cuss <laughs> on here, can't I? Yeah, yeah. Feel free to cuss all you okay. want, guys. All right. So that was a fucking pain in the ass. And then after <laughs> it kind of it kind of got stuck. That was a short film that we spent like two grand on. Mm -hmm. And it just sat there for months, almost over a year. And you know, it just kind of like we, we edited it together. I, it was, and what we we never got, we never got a hundred percent where we wanted it at. But, but at that time, again, a year had passed. You know, people, I started doing other things. We started working on other things. So I said, you know what? I, said, I can't keep on doing these things right now with all these gaps in between. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's focus on the comic book because at least with the comic book. It was kind of always a plan to do it. Yeah, anyway. we can tell more story. And again, it's, it takes just as much work and it costs money, but I can do things a lot faster because now I got to worry about effects. It's all on page. You know, it's just a matter of getting yeah. the, the artist competent enough to, you know, do, do the visuals. So um, the rabbit thing, that actually started as a joke. We, we, we had talked a long time. <laughs> we'll, we'll get more into that mm -hmm. as the night goes on. But uh, it, it was a joke first. You know, so what we had like this guy with a black face rabbit mask and all this stuff. We said, ha ha ha. And then we started getting good. One good, yeah. joke, One good thing about us, we always, we had, she didn't, they not seen that sway, but she has a very fucked up sense of humor. And we'll just watch like a movie. <laughs> Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, for example, like we'll be sitting there watching Back to the Future and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll break down all the inconsistencies and what the fuck moments in that movie. And those moments, and we love that movie. I mean, that's an awesome movie. But we said, dang, the jokes we made about this movie could have been a movie itself. And that's kind of how we come up with ideas. We just take stuff and just like twist it around and everything. So we had that, but we said, but I said, you know what? It's cool, but I don't think it's time to really delve into rabbit yet. So we kind of wrote some notes down, we put it away. And I said, let's try some. I rather try some shorter things out to see where it goes. And through that, we made a couple short stories. And again, we, we did one that I uh, it got written and drawn, but I just, I just couldn't get it put out. And that's a long story behind why that that is, but it is what it is. Hey, if so you want to talk that, about it, we can absolutely 100% talk about it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like, what can I say about it? It's, it's nothing like bad, bad, but it's just too much trouble to try to go back and try to get it put out because it's only a six-page thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, whatever. I'll let, let's let it go. It, it wasn't it worth was, the trouble? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, because it, it was it was a way to get our feet wet and like just to actually like, you know, get something put on mm -hmm. paper, see how it works. Um, but I guess what it was, the store was called Domestic Violence. And uh it was again it was a six-page little thing, and it starts out because originally it was gonna be a short film. That, that's how a lot of the, the smaller projects were. It was gonna be short films. I was picking the comic books, but anyway, it was a short. It was, it was about uh, it started off with, like this female and this male boxing each other for like the first three pages, no dialogue, just all action, like boom, boom, boom. And at the towards the end of it, she's victorious. She beats him. But then we did a transition where you find out what was really going on. She was a she was a battered wife fighting against her husband. And we oh, just showed wow. it as a boxing match, and it ends with her beating, no, defeating him. Like it's, it's like a match frame. Like you, you see her standing on, over top mm -hmm. of him in the rain, victorious. Then we match cut that to the next panel, of her standing on top with a baseball bat, and then you see him, her drop the ring and say, "No, it's over." Wow. So, was, uh, what was your reasoning for not going with dialogue uh, with with that? Like, did did it make it more impactful when you uh, had the the revelation? It was unnecessary. I mean, you know, again, because like, I'm a very visual person, mm -hmm. some. 
a lot of things you don't need dialogue. You, you know, you gotta be careful with dialogue. Sometimes dialogue can, a lot of people make the mistake of using dialogue to push the plot or you see it visually and like you're saying too, like why you, you tell us what we already see, you know? It's, it's very much the film mentality. Right, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Mentality, and you, so. you don't need that, especially because it's more about the moment. You know, mm -hmm. and I, I felt like if we had like all these caps of her talking internally, it would have it came off very, I don't know, monotonous and just contrived. He just didn't need it. So, for you know, that yeah, for that story. But, uh, you know, it, it worked for what it was, you know, and again, maybe later we'll, we'll go back to it. I might, we might redo it, get, like get another artist and all and everything. It was just a short. But, you know, it was a short. So that, that, that went by. Then, uh, we said, okay, so now let's go ahead. You know, came with the name Plastilarium for our company. And that's just, I'm a big MGMT fan. One of their songs is Flash Delirium, which is a trippy ass video. So said, that's why we came with the name Flash Delirium. <laughs> so Magic <laughs> the, the Gathering? Huh? You say uh, MT, uh, MTG? Yeah, M M M M MGT. MGMT. Yeah, MGMT. Oh, I thought you said MTG. I was like, Magic the Gathering? Like, let's go. Oh, no, like, no, no. MGMT. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we give a name for you know, the company. And, you know, our first is okay, let's, if we're going to do this, Let's just you know do do something small first. Mm -hmm. Put it for free. Don't have nobody to buy shit. Nobody knows who the hell we are. We're just gonna put it out there, but make it a good quality too. I can't we can't half-ass this thing. So we wrote the script called Pop Singer. And again, that was another short film I was gonna do, like kind of after that werewolf one. That was something we toyed around with, but from a budget standpoint, it'd have been too much to do. It would for something to be a short film, it would cost too much. I might okay. as well should have tried to make a, a full length. And again, that would have been another two to three years trying to get it made. But all right, let's condense it, make a one shot, like a 21 page thing about it, put it online. 24. Yeah. So we wrote it and it didn't take that long. Cause I kind of, you know, again, I, I had the outline, you know, years back. That's kind of mm -hmm. flushed it out. Then I started looking for an artist again. I went online, I found Khalil, our present artist right now. And I saw, he was on some Facebook like art group. And he was just like doing a video drawing. I was like, that's phenomenal. So I reached out to him, you know, and he told him what we were trying to do. He loved the idea. So I got him signed off pretty quickly. And that was a way, cause I, we said, okay, whoever we get to do this is what we're, who we're gonna use to do the rabbit book. Cause at this point, rabbit script was already done. We had all, we had everything planned out. And I promise I'll get to the whole story behind it. No, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're <laughs> fine. So uh, did, did, did the artist know that you were planning on doing that? Like, they, when they were getting signed on, they, that they were uh, going to well, be doing that book as well? Well, I, I told him, I said, depending on how this one turns out, we do have a bigger project. Okay. I said that much. I want to tell, say too much, you know, I kind of want to, you know, get ahead of myself. But we knew. So, you know, we, 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 we hand him script, you know, and everything for pop singer. He he's a he's a fast artist too. He's a, he's all traditional. He draws like pen and ink. He draws on oversized Bristol boards. It's beautiful work. But he sent me the first the first page within like a couple of days. And I'm like, damn, he's pretty fast. Yeah, that, that yeah, I, that's a fast turnaround. And I looked at it, and I told you, yes, our guy. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying because that right there, that was my way. Because again, like that first page was a way for me to test to see if he mm -hmm. know what he could do and if he could capture what we wanted. And he still, got the transition. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty much it. So he drew all the pop singer and uh, we got that together. And then I told him about Rabbit. Um, now, the Rabbit thing, because again, nothing that came out yet. We were just putting, we were pretty much building mm -hmm. our stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the Rabbit thing, going back to the whole joke thing. So there's a book, it's an old, it's an old folks tale book called, depending on how you pronounce it, it's got three 
different ways called Brer Rabbit or Bro Rabbit. And it's pretty much a, it's an old story about this little rabbit and uh, Uncle Remus and the Briar Patch. It's, mm-hmm. it's very racist. <laughs> it's, it's very like, it's, 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 it's like, you know, uh, stero- it's a stereotype typing black people with the rabbit stuff. But it's, it's still fascinating. I've always been fascinated with stuff like that. But anyway, so that story got turned into a Disney cartoon live action called Song of South, if you ever heard about that. I don't think I have, but that is crazy. Like, I, I, yeah. I've heard Disney's been notorious for, the you know, kind of being like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But that, that's what? crazy they just took it and ran with it. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Like, so they, they refuse. It'll never get re- remastered. You ain't gonna see on Disney Plus. Yeah. You ain't seen none of that shit. But it's out there. But it's got like this black guy going, zippy doo dah, zippy day. And got this little goofy looking rabbit running around and shit. It's still not bad though, but I, you know, I get the issues with it. So anyway, so, but again, so that happened. You fact, and I think that was like what, the 50s, 60s or something? Or maybe like the 60s. I can't remember when it come out. I don't think it was that old. Well, anyway, let's say the 60s. So fast forward to the 70s. There's an animator named Ralph Baskey. Ralph mm-hmm. Baskey, he did the animated uh, Lord of the Rings. If you ever seen that in The Hobbit back in, okay. the, back in the day. And he also, um, he did Cool World, with, uh, that live action thing. With, Is uh, it Brad where, where they do the sledding? Um... No, 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 no. I, that's cool running. I'm talking, oh, cool okay, world. yeah, dude, I, I, I was like, man, I love that movie growing yeah, up. Yeah, no, yeah, John Kenny, I, I, that's cool too, but that's cool. It's like a live action animated type thing. Mm-hmm. He, he's real, he does like a lot of adult cartoon stuff. But anyway, so he took back, he took the Uncle Remus thing, uh, Bro Rabbit, and Song of South, and he made his own version. Because, like, Bro Rabbit, public domain, anybody can take that and use it. It was 1946. 1946. Wow. Song of South came out in 1946. Yeah. Yeah. So he did one. It's got two different names. It's been known for years as Street Fight, but it's actually the original title is Coonskin. And in his version, it was a black animal rabbit who's like a gangster. And like it had all the characters from the books, but it was very like twisted. Like, no, they were like, you know, badass pimps and drugs. This is crazy stuff, crazy cartoons. And uh, it, it, it actually has a pretty huge cult following. Wu-Tang Clan, back back in the day, Dave was actually trying to get the rights to it to make a sequel, but that never panned out for some reason. And uh, Richard Pryor, when he was alive, he was a big fan of it. And again, I just, it was something very fascinating. Okay, you can take these stereotypical racist things, and you can make something cool out of it. But I said, why don't I make my own version of this thing? So that's kind of where Rabbit came from. He's a black man with a menacing black face mechanical rabbit mask. And, um, you know, we said, well, okay, he's gonna be an anti-hero. We're gonna play some in a world of heroes and villains. So you got this very grounded, like gangster type character, or not gangster, more of a he's a mercenary type character. Yeah. In this world of superheroes and villains, but mm-hmm. we're gonna tell his smaller story first, and how that small story spirals and impacts the bigger picture. And so you got Rabbit, and you got his his uh, partner slash love interest the snow bunny who's who's white so they're just interracial couple and pretty much the story you know we so we can't we came up with those two things this is hilarious so i was all right so what we go with this i said all right well we don't want to make this a racial thing even though there's there's parts in there that are so the origin part of them kind of tackles that part but once we get past why he why he chose this persona. yeah why chose yeah. persona and stuff mm-hmm. you see all that in the story so did would you uh you said uh the idea of it like stemmed from like being like racist basically right like stereo yeah, like yeah, stereotype yeah. and racing would you say like you taking like taking it and making your own was kind of like a fuck you to like that idea kind of yeah it's, it's, i guess it's like a way to deal with it and like to process it 
you know, it's just like just like the N word. You know, what I'm saying that that word's become it's origin derogatory, but you've seen what it's become. You know, people, yeah, yeah. Have, you know, we've used it in a way that you know, kind of like you know, tra transcend what it originally was. So it's kind of the same thing. But again, he's not like he's not this preaching guy. Like really, he rap himself never even thinks about the racism. It's, mm -hmm. it's like the stuff around. You know, read the book like that. That doesn't even even apply to him. But again, it's a revenge story. You know, because he grew up, again, we pulled from so many different resources. His backstory was he grew up in a brothel as a child. His mom was a madam. He doesn't know what his dad is. And that, we pulled that idea from, again, I'm a Richard Pryor fan. And Richard Pryor, he actually grew up in a brothel as a kid. So we pulled back from there. A life with Mississippi is a fictional place. There is no life with Mississippi. You know, we we tried. Yeah. We didn't want to use an actual <laughs> place in Mississippi because I didn't want, you know. I didn't like, want anyone to think. Yeah, that they were like kind of call them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we did use Mississippi because I Googled, you know, we did some research. I Googled it, like, what was the most racially, you know, tense, tense place in America and it was Mississippi. So, okay. Plus, most characters I know in comics, nobody's from Mississippi. So, it's all right. Let's do that. Hey, uh, real, <laughs> okay. real quick, we have uh, Dr. Hino. Uh, he he uh, made this comment uh, a couple minutes ago, though, uh, saying, deciding when to use dialogue, not many can master that tactic, but showing and not uh, telling can be a useful tool to drive the story well played. And he also said, Ralph uh, Baskey's uh, art and movies are some of his favorites as well. Awesome. Cool, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that you get get that reference. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, so there was that, and uh, so anyway, his origin story is I won't get too much to it, but you know, something bad happened to him as a kid. Yeah. And uh, he's coming back now for revenge with uh, with Irene Honeycutt, aka Snow Bunny. His real name is Jimmy Mason, which you find out you find out his name stuff yeah. in the first story. But um, the first story. Pretty much, because we're trying to do these in arcs. Like each each twelve issue run is a story that gets tied up and at least in the next one. Mm -hmm. So the first story is pretty much his origin. It's, it, there is he's got a journey he had, he's going on. Like again, like the revenge thing, but that kind of becomes something else. But once we get past that, the next story is kind of where the real story begins. Like we want we 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 said to ourselves, okay, write this thing. Well, it's where it's where it's where you're introduced to this world. Yeah. We're, we're interested yeah. in the world, but we also want you to get familiar with the characters. We say, we say it doesn't matter how cool the art is, how cool the writing is. If you don't give a shit about the characters, it's all useless. So we really want you to understand, you know, and get to know these characters. Yeah, before. yeah. Because we, we figure if you do that, we can take you anywhere with them. So, so uh, you both uh, take part in the writing. You 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 are both like co-creator, co-writers together, correct? Yes, that's correct. So what's that creative process look like for you two? Like uh, when, you know, d does one of you come up with the idea and the other uh, sharpens it? You know, how does that creative process work? I, I'd say with, with the outline um, and the story arcs, that's something that we do together. That's something that, I mean, we really do all of it together. But um, then when it comes down to the outlines of what's going to happen in this issue because how do we break up this part of the outline into 12 issues so we take a part we say this needs to be its own story arc this needs to be 12 issues and then we break it down again and into the 12 mm -hmm. pieces and that outline mostly he decides like kind of i'm not explaining this well <laughs> how, to add to what you said how, how, go ahead uh, no you go ahead to add to what you said <laughs> yeah 
So usually you're like, no, the idea comes. I, I usually don't want to come with the ideas. All right, so you no, know, got this guy and all this stuff. I think very fast and I, I can write very fast when it comes to outlines. So I'm pretty much structuring how it goes. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, the Save the Cats book. It's a, uh, I forgot his name, but he, it's, it's a guy, he, he write, it's a structure of how like stories go. You can use uh, Zack Snyder? Was it Snyder it's who did Snyder. That Save the Cats? I think it's, I, it's, I don't think it's Zach, but it isn't Snyder. Scott, no, uh, I, I, who you know that? what I'm talking about. Scott Snyder. Is it Scott Snyder? Snyder, so I can't remember. I, I, I can't remember. But it is Snyder, but Save the Cats. She's looking <laughs> up. But anyway, he, he has this whole thing on like uh, how you break down story. And it's pretty much, you use it on internet. You use it on screenplay. Blake Snyder. Blake Snyder, thank you. Yeah. You can use it on screenplays, you can use it on novels, TV shows, got whatever. You know, in a certain way, things have to go. You have to, you know, there, there is a structure. I don't care what anybody says or how they try to change things around. If a store is worth a damn, it's got a structure to it. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that have to happen to keep a reader engaged or you're all over the place. And usually that's how we do the outlines. Like, you no, know, this has to happen. This has to happen. It's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And again, that's a quick process. That's just quick, you know, saying sentences. And that could just be like, you know, all right, rabbit. Go goes to a bar, you know, and then I can like once I get everything else listed, like rabbit goes to the bar, it's broken mm-hmm. down to all this other stuff, you know, and that's usually where she comes in. And then I just like explain the bar, right. what what parts of these, what what about the scenery is the character going to interact with, kind of the angle, the close up, the medium shot, the wide shot, yeah, how yeah, are we going to yeah. like, um, you know, break down each one of these things and then um, where the story goes. Sometimes I'll add like extra stuff that mm-hmm. I think is necessary to move the story. Yeah, and then um, based off that, so by that point, by that point, we got like we pretty much got like a few paragraphs of what what what, what the story is. Mm-hmm. And I'll take that and I'll start like sectioning stuff. I'll say, all right, this 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 here, that's page one. This this here is page two. Then we can take that and start breaking it down even further. And it sounds long, but the way we do it, again, this is like a week's process. You know, this is us just staying, you know, doing For it. For our first draft. Yeah, you know, and, all, and mind you, I'm also doing like little quick sketches too of how this thing's gonna look on paper, like yeah. far as like the outline and stuff. Even if it's a stick figure thing, the artists, artists do appreciate this stuff. So by that time, so by, you know, we'll usually have like about a, you know, the second, third draft done. Then I get out to the artist, you know, we talk about everything. He starts like, he starts doing his own layouts. Got to tell him, don't just start drawing it, lay it out first and like hit mm-hmm. me back so we can kind of go through it. And yeah, that's how we do it, man. You and know? then we usually, I mean, I usually have to do a, in each draft, I mean, the dialogue changes dramatically. Yeah. Well, you know, because I try to say with the dialogue, I think the goal is to say as much as you can with as few words as possible to yeah. really just you know get that one message across like right um well we're big fans of tarantino we're a huge fan of tarantino so mm-hmm. a lot of our dialogue structure comes from him you know and he's just real witty you know because again it's like singing you know and it's every time and place for how you wrote the screenwriting book that says snap crackle pop is like the way dialogue needs to go oh, i don't know i can't remember so, i'm terrible remember names <laughs> but uh yeah. But anyway, but, but you know, the thing about it is like writing a comic for us, when you create a comic book, you write it three times pretty much. You know, you write it when we write, when we come a story, it's rewritten again when the artist draws it. And it's rewritten a third time when the, when the letter starts putting the letters in there because things can tend to change yeah, through the yeah. process. So that's the way we look at it. 
So we have uh, Dr. Hino uh, in chat as well saying, how long was this comic process? He's uh, interested. So like, uh, I guess like issue one, when you did issue one, like how, how long overall uh, was that process for you from start to finish? Uh, really, about, 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 about two months, about two months to write everything out and everything. And uh, once, cause again, we were doing a few things too. Cause we, we wanted to create like, a, we know there's like no stand. I actually remember listening to that one uh, thing you did on Twitter about like the whole controversy about how, what the people create like a standardized for a script, for a script, for comic book oh, writing. Oh yeah, the, uh, um, yeah. I forgot what it was called, but it was the new standard and a lot of people were yeah, upset yeah. about it. That, that so, I get what they were saying. I, I, I think the word standard scared people. Like when they start saying like, all right, this is what you're supposed to do. It could really, there is no standard. And it, I mean, what, it's what works for you. But for us, for our writing, we did want to create like something that we can keep, we want to keep consistency. We didn't want to write a screen, a, a, sorry, screenplay script one way, one issue. Then we totally jump to the next issue. Cause we're using the same artists, you know, we pretty much got the same team. So we want to keep a consistency and have like a nice little flow to how things work. So that's why our scripts are a little longer. Like usually our scripts tend to be page-wise, not comic book page-wise, but actual script page-wise, about 30, 40 pages. And I'll give it, you know, give or take a few. Um, you know, usually a 34 page uh, comic script will get us about 28 pages of comic book. You know, twenty. You know, so what's the, what's page. an average page look like? Are you being you know extra descriptive with the scenery? Like what what, what de- type so, of details? Yeah. So usually what we do is uh you know obviously page one panel one, and then uh we'll pretty much like have like in that paragraph like okay uh, rabbit walks in the bar you know we we'll kind of give bar a, looks yeah, like this yeah the, the bar people are yeah. dressed like this this person is standing to the left this is right. this object is over here on the right it's the center of the you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then we'll cap, but we, we still leave enough free so he can he can play with it. But the reason we do this, the reason I'm so in about having detailed scripts, because I've I've talked to different people too, and I've seen you can see like when the writer didn't tr- didn't trans didn't, didn't yeah. convey the script well to the artist, and then they get angry. So I didn't want it like this, but I was well, hell, ain't getting nothing to work with. And so plus, I try to get yeah. Plus, yeah. plus, I do art myself, so it's easier. For, I understand from both perspectives of how it works for the artist and the writer. So you, detail is important. Not, you don't want to over detail either. I mean, you don't got to say stuff like, all right, well, it's five o'clock in the afternoon. He's pissed off today, so he's going to go to get a drink. That's bullshit. <laughs> you don't need all that. You got to, it's literally, you get to tell what they're seeing. Yeah, because the, the art could show that he's angry. Yeah, you know, exactly. His exactly. facial expression. So, yeah. And so, even well, go I, was ahead. Gonna, I was gonna ask when you designed this uh the main character you know wh- did you already have an idea of what he looked like or what yeah. type of description did you give your artist oh yeah well i drew I did, we just did sketches <laughs> I, I, did, I did a lot of sketch if i can't draw it enough so they can understand i will pull shit on online and i was giving like this pretty much compendium it's all right it's mm-hmm. a little bit of this a little bit of that you know i'll go into detail like the mask actually the schematic of the mask you know how it's super how mechanical yeah, yeah and all that stuff i said you know and if you really look at the mask i'm a big again i'm a horror fan so jason Voorhees is like my favorite slasher so that's where the whole half mask came from mm-hmm. like that's the rabbit mares and i also like slipknot band a lot and i like the whole mask thing so that's why you know i said that was kind of like my way inspired me to create it the way it was and i gave it to my artist all right thank jason for he's thanks slipknot but with some swagger you know he has to have swagger with this mask too so so which uh which uh of the members uh mask did you like the most uh depends on what what, what uh album we're talking about I, i've always been partial Corey taylor's mask i think uh all hope is gone and the newest 
the newest masks are my favorites. Mm -hmm. out of them. I, I was always old school. Um, like Iowa. Iowa. One of, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's Iowa. <laughs> I can't help it. That's like what got me into like the the heavy metal scene. Like, like that's right when new metal was like at its prime. I feel you know. Yeah. She, she actually you saw him when he first played at uh, Oscars, Oscars, right? Yeah. Two thousand four. Oh my I god, school. that's that's so awesome. <laughs> I, I've never so I've seen uh, uh, Black Dahlia murder. Rest in peace, Trevor. But I got to meet him and hang out with him. Um, hey, Hate Breed was another one I got to to go to. Yeah. Hate Breed was a fun one. But yeah, it would have been so cool to see a Slipknot show. They are insane. I I love. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of it. Um, the clown mask. Um, I like uh, the one the Pinocchio nose one. Oh, I forgot. Because so, someone just go about numbers too. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I th I thought it, uh, pig mask. The pig mask is what they called him. But it was that no, I don't. Well, maybe I know clown goes by clown. I, yeah. I remember clown and Corey Taylor because there was like one kind of two front runners in that. Group. Yeah, they they were always like beating the shit out of each other on stage too, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, there's wow, well, insane well, clown, dude. He's an artist too. You ever seen clown? He he's actually a decent uh, indie director. Like he does art and stuff. He's a real talented wow, guy. I, I actually he, never knew that. He's dark as shit too. Like yeah, I mean, look <laughs> look up his stuff, man. He he's really. He's talented, but he, like again, it's, it's dark. It's a lot mm -hmm. of dark stuff. Hey, well, speaking of dark, let's go ahead and get into the dark world of this Kickstarter. Let's start yeah. breaking it down. We, we talk we, about we, yeah. Talk about a segue, right? So right here, we are pulling it up, and it looks like you guys are at one thousand six hundred eighty-nine of sixty-five hundred gold. You have twenty-seven backers with twenty-four days to go, and you already hit project we love. So congratulations. Uh, when, when did you guys hit this? What, what kind of what do you think led you to get in this? Because I know this is like a big thing in the Kickstarter world to achieve and not a lot of people don't know how the hell to even get it. I don't well, know how we got it. Um, <laughs> I thought, actually, I didn't know we had it. <laughs> so I was actually checking my, uh, my uh, emails and I saw because for some reason my, my, my app, my iCloud emails, I don't get notifications for it. And I saw the Kickstarter thing. I just thought like another like little, you know, update or whatever about Reds. Congratulations, you've been choosing for like, you no know, Project Loves. Oh That's shit. That's so like, awesome. But I looked it up. I guess they they like the way the setup. I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know. Again, this is, my, this is our first Kickstarter. They so. said <laughs> it, had, like, it, it had to do with a lot of factors, like the presentation and how yeah. it look like the details and like, they don't really delve into like how, like the one specific thing about, you know, us that made it that made that decision but we're stoked i guess yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. no, that's so i mean it's cool i mean awesome the fact that yeah. you looked you know that's cool i mean we're thankful <laughs> yeah 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 so is this a trailer right here oh uh, yeah it's us talking about but you, you can play i mean yeah yeah let's go ahead um i'll just let you know when we go to play it this audio is going to override your audio so if you try to talk it, we won't be able to hear you right, um, right and you might not be able to hear this video but we should everyone else should be able to hear it, so just giving you a heads up okay okay Hi, I'm Chris Elston, and this is Chassie Lassiter. We're writers and creators of Rabbit's Badass Song and Pop Singer. I love the Jason Rabbit's hoodie. Rabbit's Badass Song is a gory, <laughs> gritty, southern tale of revenge. It tells the story of Jimmy Mason, an African-American born in the heart of Mississippi to a well-respected madam, and Irene Honeycutt, a redhead with a fiery temper. After Jimmy fights back against one of the town's controlling oppressors and a member of the Good Boys, those boys get together to murder Jimmy and his mother. With Jimmy left to die and hanging from a tree, he's rescued by a man that's going to change his life forever. For 10 years, he and Irene train and wait. The events of that night haunt him and change him. 
into the rabbit. Rabbit and Irene, now known as Snow Bunny, return to Lightfoot, Mississippi to take their revenge on the good boys. But this is just the very beginning of Rabbit's plan and his story. Pop Singer is a horror one-shot that follows Stacey Lynn, an up-and-coming pop star. The more popular she becomes, the darker her world gets. And soon she finds herself in this inner circle of elites with occult ties. Make sure to check out the videos below where we'll show you more rewards and also there's links for reviews. I like that video a lot. That was really good. Oh, thanks, thanks. man. So yeah, let's go ahead and start checking out the table of contents. So this is uh, the About Us. It gives you gives us a breakdown of Flash uh, Delirium. Mm -hmm. So I think we, we pretty much already covered most of this in the beginning chat, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead. Uh, the stories that we're telling. So we've already kind of broke down Rabbit's Badass song, but uh, is there anything else you want to kind of break down while we're here? Um, I guess, like, again, I, I just want to say that the first storyline is there are some elements of racial tension in it, but it's not, there's no political agenda. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely not what the story's about. It's literally just to tell its origin. And once we do that, we get past it because this thing is structured more like, um, my favorite, one of my favorite piece uh, comic books, I get, which is a manga, is Berserk. Um, oh yeah. And that, if you know Berserk, you know how like that starts out one way, then it becomes something mm -hmm. totally different. So this is pretty much the same way. We yeah. we mirror not a lot of the more horrifying things Berserk, but definitely you know the evolutionary so part of it is definitely in here. So you know, and I I think based in mississippi there's no way to to avoid it you know uh that that's like back in that time that's that was normal that was a thing that happened and i don't i, I you know i don't think it was really forcing any any agenda or anything it, just you know kind of uh touching base on what you were saying i think uh it you know you guys did a good job of kind of like painting the picture of what you know kind of it was like back then yeah plus we wanted to have that the whole contrast like you got all that going on but yet there's still superman and stuff out there you know because we just thought i we like how you can have the mundane but yet the fantastical we like to say like imagine like the a pulp fiction in a dragon ball z universe <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still got that going on but you got, you got like super saiyan and stuff so kind of like mm -hmm. the same thing so uh you said you guys like uh, Quentin uh, Tarantino a lot. Uh, was uh, Django like a big inspiration as well? Yeah, there's parts of Django. Uh, a lot of Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. A lot of Pulp Fiction. Just, and again, not just the dialogue in Pulp Fiction. There's like a lot of nuances in that. And there, there, there's certain things in the, in the comic book that we hope, you know, people check it out. You pick up on not everything's face value. You got to kind of look in there, and that's why that goes back to having detailed pages and stuff. And like we tell the artists, all right, well, we put put a little so, so, no subtle thing in there so people can kind of get a hint of it later on. Didn't you say that uh, you had to do some translations for your artists as well? Um, just just a little bit. There's there's a couple like just a little uh, far as like um, what was it exactly? Can't even really remember. I think some anything. of some of the some of the uh, clothing designs, like I, had, I, don't, I don't think they have it over there. Like part of, like the shoes designs mm -hmm. and stuff like that, I, we had to do. It. But overall, he he got everything. He he totally got it. 
so how, how was it working uh, with an artist for the first time? I know you both came from like a film and a background, like so working with like a comic artist, like for the first time, how was that for you guys? Oh, we had actually worked with a few artists. Yeah, before yeah. Yeah, we've worked with some in the past. Uh, we had tried other things, tried other stories, tried different artists out on Rabbit. Um, and there was like that evolution there. So by the time we got to Belil, we we had more we never had a bad experience with an artist and no. like everybody like like they appreciate the there's scripts just, there's just an, yeah. an evolution that happened and yeah, the yeah. story evolved it was necessary for the look to evolve. yeah find the right fit yeah. about find the right fit yeah. for the artist but yeah we, we've always had pretty good relationship with artists you know and I, I like working with artists it's fun for me <laughs> Let's go ahead and right here is the cover. The cover is pretty awesome as well. So what are we seeing here? We're seeing uh, the, the the main character as well as his sidekick. Yeah, Snow Bunny. Snow Bunny? Then, yeah, he got uh, there's, there's something. And then you got the grape soda and the fried chicken beside him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because. <laughs> I mean, no, the whole thing about this. We, we, we were hope what we were trying to do with this cover was okay. You, it should be very obvious what this thing is. Mm-hmm. Without, you know, we're not pulling any punches. We're showing you exactly what it is. And it's very self-aware. So, you know, we're not taking it too seriously. That was what we were trying to convey with that. And then right here are some of the preview pages as well. So this is set in uh, 2010. So the first panel was, we're showing you what happened, mm-hmm. the ending of what happened. Then we take it to present day. And then if you want to, if you want to, uh, why, why don't you uh, give us kind of a breakdown of what's going on in these pages while we're scrolling down? Yeah, so uh, page one, the panel one, that's pretty much showing you the lynching that happened back in 2010. Then we mm-hmm. fast forward to present day Mississippi and we're at the place. Go ahead. Yeah. Which would have been 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. So right now we're at this little bar called Flatbirds and these two gentlemen are uh, having some drinks. Just talking about random talk. And then you see one of them is getting a little woozy. So they've clearly been uh, poisoned in their drink. And that's kind of set up. We'll go from there. Mm-hmm. And we see him drop down right here. And this is where things get a little bit more dark and sinister, too. Yeah, they're, w- they're waking up. They're tied up to the chair. They're introduced to our characters, Snow Bunny. And uh, there's th- these two guys right here, which is uh, Rabbit's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. I really like how your artist was able to like get the the, the fear like in the eyes yeah. and everything, the detail. Then uh, we got a hero shot of Rabbit coming up. But that's the hero shot of Bonnie right there. Yeah, it's a hero shot yeah. of Bonnie. And we th- this was always the way I, we, we envision like we show like the close up of the chick frying the chicken mm-hmm. and, and eating it through the mask and all that stuff. We just yeah, like, right the there. So, uh, so, uh, why, why haven't, uh, why, why have, uh, the panel of, uh, frying the chicken and eating it be, uh, the first thing you see? We thought it was funny. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> it, it was that, and, um, we also wanted to build this suspense to, like, who is this guy mm-hmm. right. that's frying chicken in this hostage situation? Like, who does this? Like, and it's also... A build up. Yeah. yeah. And it's also homage to another movie I like a lot. Uh, you ever seen Itchy the Killer? Uh, I don't think so. It's based on a manga, but it's a very twisted, twisted movie. And uh, what <laughs> one of the main villains in that? He's uh, torturing the guys like frying some food, like some shrimp, okay. and, you know, little things. Like, okay, I don't know. It's a clan click one. 
No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then right here we get the big, uh, the big uh, reveal of him. Yeah, he's got an apron on. He doesn't want to get dirty. You know, get grease on himself. <laughs> trying to be more hospital, <laughs> hospitable. And then right here is a little breakdown of pop singer as well. A rising pop star finds herself in an inner circle of a group of elites with. I can never pronounce that word to save my life. Oh, with occult tights. Occult tights. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this kind of goes as a breakdown. It's a horror one shot that follows Stacey Lynn, an up and coming pop star. The more popular she becomes, the darker her surroundings. So what's that kind of the breakdown with that? Why, you know, paint the world uh, in that light? You know, with her getting more popular as a singer, everything around her gets more darker. It's kind of like because we the idea behind this is very much like illuminati project mm -hmm. monarch like all these all these like conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theories about um celebrities and things like that so like the more popular she becomes obviously the more celebrity she more of a celebrity it's a downward spiral she goes so, in. i got you the more the yeah. more uh darker hands she's touching from up but above. uh little hint this, this is in the same universe as rabbit you might not know that up front but yeah it's, like, it's in yeah. The, it's definitely it's in the same universe <laughs> okay uh so is this around the same so you said um in in the, the in the in the rabbit universe um that was 10 years after the lynching so that put them uh 2020 right yeah pretty much so yeah. uh so uh what what's the time frame we're looking at with pop singer about well, the same time but maybe like about a about the same time yeah so do we see do we see it tie in or are we going to see like maybe a not potential yet. not yet there's a little okay. new again there's gonna be little there's little things in in pop singer that's gonna pop up and rabbit later okay on. and there's another there's another uh story we're gonna do that's gonna tie even tie to even to get even more so yeah and then right here is just some some pages from uh the the com or the one shot as well uh-huh but again it could be read but it is a true one shot like you don't mm -hmm. have to ever read rabbit to read it it can be read by itself it's a one and done put it away <laughs> so it seems like two like like two polarizing like opposite ends like why do something about pop singing then why go uh, the route with the rabbit well original go ahead oh no you go ahead Originally, it was going to be its own thing, just a, just a little horror thing, but we mm -hmm. like to tie things together. So, well, if we're going to be Flash Delirium. We got to be like Marvel and DC. We got everything has to count. <laughs> be, a, be It has to be a universe. I don't want to just make books, just make stories in it. Like, our stuff has to all connect. So, that's why. It makes it fun to write. Yeah. <laughs> and then here we have uh, the evil executive dude signing right. away the soul. There you go. Yeah. And then here are some of the rewards. So what we'll do is um, we can. Do you want to go through the rewards first, or do you want to go back up and go through the different tiers? Um, yeah, we can go through. Yeah, we can go to rewards. Yeah. Okay. So right here is the first reward. All physic, all physically shipping rewards include free U.S. shipping. Um, all free unlocked bonus freebies, and then a digital copy of Rabbit's Badass Song issues one, two, and Pop Singer. So the U the free shipping that's that's pretty big you know uh, why why take on that cost uh, shipping can add up pretty quickly. I'll let you do that one. You got. <laughs> um, you can tell about this. <laughs> well, my job has been shipping for the last couple of years, so I'm pretty well versed in it. So these costs were kind of added in to the price. Okay. Of the rewards, um, I'm pretty confident. Actually, I'm like 100% confident about my shipping knowledge. Like I know. Uh, first class breaks down at eight and then nine and then 12 ounces, like the mm -hmm. zones, like 
because that's what I do because I do eBay so um and I've been doing this for years so that was just something I feel like I like to buy something when there's free shipping oh yeah yeah so we just kind of incorporated all that into the cost and even um internationally like obviously international isn't free but um there is a discount um for what it would have been for U.S. shipping no, yeah, yeah, that was the next question I was going to ask about the international, but you you just nailed it. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, it's you're right. It's one of those things where um, anything that has free shipping, it's almost like it's it's instantly like you're like, yeah, this is a no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> so right here is the digital bundle for twelve USD. Uh, you're going to get uh, issues one, two, and then Pop Singer, and it does not include any of the unlocked bonus freebies or giveaway uh, because it's the digital. Right. Um, so underneath this, we get uh, Rabbit's Badass Song, the first printing for 15 USD. Yeah, we got that right. We'll, 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 we'll hold these books up. As, we got all of these right here. Mm -hmm. We'll hold them all up. So this is the issue one, the first print. Uh, gloss. gloss Cardstock uh, cover. Um, and then a gloss page. And these are, first, these are, again, like we've made a set number, so they're not print on demand. Like we actually have a limited... Uh, print run of issue one. So we printed all these um, last year. Yeah. Okay. And then you're also going to give away the digital PDF of issues one, two, and Pop Singer as well. So we're going to get right. a physical of issue one, but then the digital of all three, which is pretty right. phenomenal. Underneath that, we have uh, the issue two, uh, first printing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing uh, gloss, cardstock, cover. Gloss mm -hmm. interior. Um, just look at it. It's beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that is a phenomenal cover. And then you're also going to get the PDFs of issues one, two, and then Pop Singer as well with this. Mm -hmm. And this one's a little more limited. Uh, we still printed these, the first prints um, last year. Mm -hmm. um, the issue one, we have a little bit more of. Issue two, we had only printed 300, and a lot of those have already been sold or in comic book stores. So that's why these are limited on here. We have uh, Emily uh, Rivera over on YouTube stopping in to say hi. Hello. 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 Welcome to uh, the stream, Emily. Thank you for stopping in. So underneath this, we have Flash Delirium's adult coloring book for 15 USD. 20-page coloring book featuring uh, art by uh, Holly. Uh, well, if you do you want to say these names? I'm probably going to butcher the, the yeah. pronunciations. <laughs> Halil Matei. Nicholas Giacondino and Warren Stetchel. Thank you. I don't even know if I'm saying Warren's last name right, but he's a really nice guy. Yeah. Right? Way, better better than than I would have. Way better than I would have. Way better than I And this yeah. is... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're fine. You're fine. And then this is also going to include a free digital PDF of uh, Issues 1, 2, and Pop Singer as well. So I think that's pretty cool that you're throwing in the digitals with these. You know, you're, you're still able yeah. to get all three. Yeah. Because we, we know, like, some people don't like collecting physical stuff they don't have a room or whatever they just want the digital but you know for the people who do get the the, the, the physical and that's not it's not causing anything you know to put that in there mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. so no that that is pretty cool so uh for the coloring book did you use like panels from the the comics or did you have completely new things designed it's um it's, it's stuff from all the books and there's different artists that's worked that have worked on rabbit over the years like that that's is so that's, uh, awesome yeah. Yeah. So like concept, some concept designs design. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like this is Brett, this is the one by Nicholas. Yeah, it's one by Nick. He did. He was an artist we had on Rabbit. Yeah. 
you know, we tried to put, we tried to pull like the, the money shot pictures from the, the books that had like enough negative space where you could call mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. And that is awesome. I'm loving that. It's also available as an add on as well. So, right here, black and white signature issue number one, Virgin Variant. Uh, so, this is signed uh, by you both, I'm assuming. Oh, we can sign it if you want to, but this is just yeah, we can a, sign. Yeah, but that's a it's a digital signature of. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, and we called it the signature because not just we added the di- digital signature later, but because this is the signature of Halil's work. This is mm-hmm. just his beautiful work without anything added, no logos or anything. So. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, it definitely is a is a beautiful piece. Uh, I I love it as a cover too because I think it really like amplifies the the image that you guys are trying to portray with it. Yeah. He, he looks like just a straight badass in there. <laughs> and that's that. And then we have the black and white signature uh, issue number two virgin variant. Yeah. Probably my favorite cover so far. I really yeah. like this one a lot. It's got some insane detail in it. Yeah, and the faces just look phenomenal too. And he just with with inking and everything, he just the light sources and all. Like he just mm-hmm. yeah, he knows the stuff. Is he is he the colorist as well? Um, no, the colorist no. um it's for Jose Lopez. The first prince is Jose Lopez. Yeah. Okay, who do you uh, have uh, running on the second? Oh, same gentleman. It's the same, same guy. Same. Yeah. And then right here we have a pop singer, uh, 25 USD. So this is going to be the one shot first printing. Yeah, and this one's real limited. Like it's pretty much only on Kickstarter. Like it is nowhere else. Mm-hmm. So that's why we kind of, you know, it's a little bit more. We just didn't make that many of them. So yeah. like once we'll, we'll probably never, this will probably be the only way we ever see this. We, we may never do like another cover of this again. So like once we sell out of these, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. We're actually, we've already printed some out because like we, when we do test when we do our test copies like mm-hmm. we actually just print like it's cheaper for us like to print like certain number of them out or out ahead of time so you know if we don't sell out those like we'll just you know once once we do you know disperse of them whether it be kickstarter wherever that'll be it okay so. yeah 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 definitely and it's 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 an awesome concept too i love the horror aspect mixed with like pop singing it's like, because it seems like two conflicting worlds, you know, a pop singer, you wouldn't assume like a horror a run on it, but yeah, it yeah. just goes, it goes so well. So right here we have the um, Braga, did I say that right? Yeah, Braga, yeah. Carlos Braga, he, we wanted Braga, to get some. Braga Bunny Pinup Virgin Variant. So is this a, a cover or a, a print? It's a cover. It's a cover. To issue it's, one. It's yeah. issue one. And we got Snow Bunny looking extra thick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We told him he, he's a really great artist. I found mm-hmm. him on Instagram. Like he does a lot of a lot of like pinups of like just different female characters. I was like, yeah, you know, so want to try this out? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, so. uh, only ten bucks more. So which issue is this? Is issue one? Yeah, issue yeah. one. Okay, yeah. so yeah, this is issue one. Um, and then uh, for just ten bucks more too, that's not too bad. And it's a soft touch laminate. I love soft touch. Yeah, she loves soft touch. Texture. <laughs> and then <laughs> underneath <laughs> this, we have uh. You're gonna have to help me out with that name as well. We don't know how to say it either. I'm, I'm serious. Like we, 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 so we, we, uh, we we'll just we call it the Snow the Bunny Virgin variant. Yeah, there you go. And then right here is this. Uh, it looks like just an upper bus uh, with the gun. I love this smoke coming out of the barrel though. Yeah. Beautiful. He draws some pretty and faces the neon, too. The neon like glowiness. Mm-hmm. It it really. Yeah. This is also issue up. one. It showed up and it printed and it looks awesome. And uh, for for the same price as well for thirty five USD issue one. 
and then underneath this you're, you have the secret kickstarter virgin variant which is like a underground like, like underground 80s punk yeah. kind of, skateboard yeah. type look which i really like the best yeah this looks really trippy too <laughs> yeah and then uh, this is issue number one as well yeah yeah okay and then underneath this is the black and white signature bundle for 45 usd so that's going to be issue one and two uh the signature set underneath that we have snow bunny uh bundle for uh 65 so you're, you're saving a little extra cash getting both of them these are both issue one variants and then underneath this we have the flash delirium year one hardcover it's one of so, my favorites what's in this hardcover then it is uh rabbit issue one rabbit issue two and pop singers so oh yeah let's three. go these are oversized pages too these are eight and a half by 11 um which halil when he does the work he doesn't work oversized boards not regular size so you get a little bit extra that sometimes gets cut off mm-hmm. in the um like in the other comic book size regular comic book size books some of the bleeds get cut off, but in this you get everything. That is so awesome. I love how big it is, too. This is probably one of my favorite. And Chastity, she designed the cover. Like, she did the Flash Lyrum uh, logo. And let me look in each letter. It's intricately a piece yeah. of, like, the book in it. Like, the yeah. pictures and stuff. So. Yeah. How did you choose uh, which picture went with uh, which letter? Um, The shape of the letter and kind of, like, the central look of the panel. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, like, the S in Flash... Um, I chose this face melt because it had one eye above and one eye below, and I mm-hmm. could like, I could see that being an S. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes That's sense. That's how my brain works. I don't know. <laughs> so underneath this, we have the metal snow bunny virgin variant. So that's a metal cover then. Yep, yeah, metal the, front and back. The same guys. Oh, that, that looks do, awesome. They uh do Brian Polito's metal covers for his mm-hmm. Lady Death books. Yeah, same company. Yeah. And I, I, so these are actually, these are your tiers too, right? So these, all these rewards yeah. are your tiers too. I just noticed that that's, that, that's pretty smart that you, uh, you made, I heard doing the images like this have been such a strong, like focal point have you guys found success? Like this, is this your first Kickstarter? Yeah. This is our first Kickstarter. Yeah, so, first we were self-published. Before. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is yeah. so cool. I just, I just noticed. Cause I was like, okay, wait, hold on a second. Like these are all like, yeah, that's awesome. So down here we have the rabbit and bunny custom toys. So you guys have custom toys too? Yeah, yep. we sold out of one. I, I did a, a limited black and white one. Those are gone. So we got four sets of these left. And, uh, Handmade by this guy over here. Yeah, You uh, made them? Yeah. He made yeah. five. Wow. So, yeah. How long does it take to make one? Uh, how long does it take? About a, a couple weeks. About a week. About a week that to make so them. so cool. That is so cool. And so these are custom. These are one of a kind, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Each set will be hand numbered and signed. Let's go. They're four inches tall and two inches wide. Yep. And then um, every, I mean, everything from the toy to the card was made by us. Mostly. That is, that, <laughs> that, yeah, that's cool. Like, so not only are you getting something personalized, but it's like extra personalized because it was made by you guys, like individually. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. So right here for 100 USD, we have Rabbit's issue number one bundle. So that's all the issue number one covers, the uh, Virgin uh, variant right there, and then the two Snow Bunny variants. And then you're going to get all three PDFs with it as well. Mm -hmm. 
And then Pretty we have anything that ships out, you're gonna get all the uh, free PDFs too. Just mm -hmm. so you can, yeah. And then the first Prince bundle for 110. So you're gonna get uh, the first year issue one, issue two, and then Pop Singer. We're looking at for 150. Oh, this is sold out. So this was the grayscale set. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so do you have these? Yeah, I yep, still got I it. <laughs> that, that's, yep. that's, that, that's cool. Did you just paint them in different shades of gray? Yeah, yeah, I painted different shades. Because uh, so cool. You no, know, the comic book is in black and white, and uh, mm -hmm. you know the uh, DC. I think McFarlane, the McFarlane DC figures, like he did like the grayscale figures. I think. Yeah. So I said, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna try it out. And I just it worked. That is so, so awesome. Actually, hey, thank you for getting that too. I appreciate that. No problem, right? I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, can you hold up uh, the the color snow bunny with it? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. color. Next. Can you see that? Yeah, that's yeah, that's so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so underneath this, we have uh, a Carlos uh, Brega original art pinup. So this was the the original print that he did. Yeah, that's a. I got like a little cheesy piece of plastic, so I don't get messed up. Yeah, this is the original one, mm -hmm. and it ain't all the way from Brazil. <laughs> but when we when we ship it out, it'll be. Yeah, like, we'll ship it out. Actually, yeah, you know. <laughs> Not not in one of those flimsy uh, mailers, man. I'll tell you yeah. what, I've gotten so many comics in those like flimsy like little mailers, and they always get bent up. It's well, that that's crazy. That's another thing. Like all our books are gem are packed in Gemini, mm -hmm. and bag board, and all yeah, that. Yeah, even if like you get something in a bigger box, the comics will be in the Gemini in the bigger box. So, yeah. So under this, we have for uh, two thirty five USD Year of the Rabbit bundle. So this is going to give you, it looks like pretty much everything that was listed up above, if I'm not mistaken. Well, no toys. <laughs> um, no toys, no toys. Right? No metal cover. No, no metal toys, cover. no metal cover, but uh, yeah. So all the the first print of issue one, first print of issue two, the two bunny variants, the two black and white variants, um, the hardcover, and three uh, 11 by 17 prints. Mm-hmm. And right here is just some of the add-on items. So black and white cover, 11 by 17 of uh, the Virgin uh, cover for 12 yeah. USD. Cover back, put this back. Oh. And then we have uh, the the color cover, 11 by 17. So this is just in color as well. Mm -hmm. We have the uh, rabbit, 11 by 17 print. Uh, the, I I really love this close-up of him too. Yeah. Awesome. It was one of our favorite pages. Ugh, which one? You know, the rabbit. The hero. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's iconic now. <laughs> and then bonus freebie. So on, at $2,000, you're going to get the uh, two inch inner circle sticker. Yeah, we're actually going to show, we're going to show a little bit more I don't tonight. know if you can. I don't know if you can right. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. Uh, what what okay. we can do too is, um, let me see. Once we go through this, uh, we have, um, I can go back to where it's just us and then we can reshow stuff too. Okay. Where, where it's just us, us two on the on the screen. Yeah. So that uh, the rest are hidden. We have them. We have them. <laughs> right here. Ooh. Uh, so expected timeline though. Um, let's kind of break that down real quick. So June eighteenth is the end of the Kickstarter. Then the end of June, Kickstarter funds expected. It's actually so, June sixteenth is the end. I gotta change that. I um I messed that up. And then uh, end of June, orders placed with printers. End of July, print orders received and packing begins. And then August, rewards ship. 
So this is uh oh this is just you showing uh, the toys off a little bit more in depth, right? Yeah, all the rewards. That was like before the Kickstarter. Yeah, that's just reviews. So anything else you guys want to touch base on the Kickstarter while we're here? Um, I yeah. So every week we're doing like giveaway drawings for all the physical backers, and it goes in like a little chicken bucket. Uh, that chicken. <laughs> So there's a store behind the chicken bucket. So if you look on cover, the first cover, you see that chicken bucket beside him. If you look, mm -hmm. there's a logo and it says chicken pickings. In our universe, that's a fictional uh, restaurant chain. And actually on the back of issue one, I'm gonna pull this up real quick. There's fake chicken coupons on the back for chicken pickings. We <laughs> Did we made? Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's a running gag. We actually we, had a lot of people um, yeah. ask where that place was. And if we scored the bottom of the screen, like we did a fake chicken ad for this. And we also did a fake toy ad, which is why people was asking about the action figures. Oh, um, right here. Well, go down a little bit more. No, it's above. That. It's above. It's it's above. I'm sorry. Videos. It's above that. It's one of the videos. Wow. It's right. Oh, okay. Right here, right here. That's the toy. That's the toy one. You can, if you want to click on that one. Wait, this so, that, That's the chicken. Yeah, go to one above it. Right yeah, here. right there. Yeah, play that one real quick. That's the toy commercial. Bring the action from the pages of the comic to your phone now. You and your friends can be the heroes of Lightfield. Oh, the guns are so awesome! Clean up this town. Don't worry, nobody's got your back. Watch out, it's the good boys. I got this one, Rabbit. He's not getting out of this sticky situation. Yeah, I love breathe. it, dude. This one's mine, Bunny. With new high top, high kick action. We're coming for you, Judge. Rabbit's badass song. Collect all figures. Figures and accessories not actually sold separately or together anywhere. <laughs> not sold or together. From Flash Delirium. Yeah, we, that's when we launched our books originally back. You know, way before it is. So. Mm -hmm. No, that is so cool. And then this one underneath is uh, the chicken one. Yeah. yeah. Let's check that out too. No, that is awesome. So, do you have the Good Boys uh, toys too? Uh, for, just for the commercial, like yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I didn't make any for the actual uh, selling thing. Don't forget to add a bottle of Damien's Hellfire hot sauce. Remember, when your family picks chicken, make it chicken. You were good at that. That was catchy. That was catchy. I love the, the little logo, the nose and the whiskers. How, how long, like, what, what inspired you guys to make that? Uh, well, we said, well, you know, every, 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 every cool character has a symbol, right? Spider-Man's got the spider, Batman's got the, the bat logo, you know, X-Men got the X, so we gotta have, we gotta have, the rabbit has to have something, we can like, you know. We were literally just brain. sitting down, like, what could we do? And it was just like a quick sketch of like, I was like, I don't know, like a rabbit nose and some whiskers, and that's literally what it was. We're, we're big <laughs> on branding. Look at this recommended video right here, it's us right there, boom. There you go. But we're big on branding, like, we, we, mm -hmm. we want rabbit not just to be a combo, we want to transcend that we want to be we really do want to have like toys and t-shirts and all that stuff we want to you know to be a property that stays around for a long time and like literally on every book on every, even on the virgins on the back of the book the whiskers or yeah that, that's a, that's a, always an ongoing thing yeah yeah I, I noticed that on the back of the the comics too yeah. yeah but um but that was the segue into the whole thing about the uh, random drawing so this is the actual bucket that was used in that commercial that's, how'd you guys get that made? 
we, we made it. We made it. We ah, made it. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I took like a KFC bucket and like, you know, we, 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 no, we, we took all like the image yeah. off and colored and stuff. Yeah. And we just made the label and stuck it on there. But uh, so what we what we do is every time somebody backs it physically, we write their name and uh, their backing number on a piece of paper and we drop it in the bucket. And then uh, we've been doing Facebook Live videos mm -hmm. and what, you know, certain times. We usually do it on Tuesdays and Fridays. And we shake it up and we pull it out and we give them a reward. So I'll show you some of the things we've been doing. Um, when we real, first, real, real, real quick, uh, did we cover everything we needed to on the Kickstarter? Because what I could do is I could pull up just yeah, us, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way, uh, the, your guys' camera is bigger. Yeah, yeah, there, there. Awesome. So when we first did, there you know, we, we go. first got ready to release Flash Lair. Like I said, we we're, we have no issues giving stuff away for free. You know, cause, you know, giving stuff away free that can bring you in money later on. Or at least mm -hmm. keep people, you know, see who you are. And that's a give. You know, some people gonna take stuff, throw it away, not look at it. That's just you no. Know, that's happened. That's nature to be. <laughs> I mean, everybody goes through that. But we did like little, I guess you call them ash cans. Of yeah, Black yeah. So what it was in this right here, we did a hundred of these things, and we dispersed them. We we gave certain ones out to people to hand out. We gave away some at a, a convention which was last year, and that's less some of common places. But uh, it's got a couple pages. It kind of tells mm -hmm. who, you know, who we are. It's got a couple pages of a uh, pop singer in it. But the cool thing is, and again, this is like for all like the spectators out there, Speculate. speculators, spe speculators <laughs> out there. It's got an ad for Rabbit Badass Song Number One in it. So technically, this is his first appearance. Isn't oh, it? that's awesome! Yeah, that's and so what, cool. Yeah, and what we did, we signed each one. We signed each one and numbered each one. So whoever has one, it has which number you have of it. Like this is seventy of a hundred. And so stuff. you only made a hundred like that? Yeah, only a hundred okay. existence. Some some are gone, mysteriously uh, disappeared. So, but you know, that's no, cool I, though. I watched one get thrown. Yeah, thrown away, yeah. So. But uh, <laughs> what we're, this is one of the giveaways we're doing. Like mm -hmm. we, we got like a few of these left, so we've been giving these away, and we got us some misprints. So um, <laughs> so issue two, issue two, the uh, black and white cover. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, right here. All right. So as you can see, oh bless you. As you can see, you know he's got hair right here. So when Halil originally drew this, he, you know, he sends us like, you no, know, the images. We send them off to the color and all that mm -hmm. stuff. I was so mesmerized by the picture. I saw something. Something was off. I didn't. I almost sent it to color, colorist. I said, Oh shit, this is off, man. So I'm sure what the original picture was. It was this. He had a bald head. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> so we had so you know i, I told him you know, and he, he said all right it's a his bag give him a day so he just digitally you know put it in there mm -hmm. but we have both files still on our computer when we did do the test prints for this black and white cover chastity made the mistake of uploading this one so oh, we got no. 20 we got 20 of these at least it was 20 and not 500 yeah. though, right? But it's cool though. I mean, it, so that's, that's cool. I mean, I, cause I love misprints because misprints are very, you know, it's one of those little, little niche things. So it's all right, well, hell, we'll give one of these away as a giveaway. So we got, we're giving these away too. So. We have uh, Emily in chat saying they look cool and uh, that they look nice. I, I have to agree. I think that's awesome. Oh, I think I, I think the misprints, you know, that's, that's such a good way to kind of like take a blessing from uh, from a mishap and, 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 and making the most out of it really, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I was like, I'm not gonna throw them away. I'm not gonna throw them away. So before we end, before hopefully before we end, you know, like I said, I would like to do a drawing on here. Yeah, let's you know. go. Let's go. Oh, let's go now. All right, shake it up. Shake it up. 
Number 16, GCE. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> number 16, says. GCE. They are getting, let's give them this. Since we talked about it, they're getting a misprint. Okay, yeah. Hey, that's so awesome. So putting that with the rest of them. So there you go. <laughs> So for anyone that's watching um, and that's on the fence about backing uh, this Kickstarter, what would you guys like to say to them directly to kind of help push them over that bump? Um, check it out. I mean, if nothing else, we are everywhere. <laughs> we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. There's a lot of access to look at the books. I mean, see a lot of the pages. I've uploaded a lot of things, you know, and it gives you a good way of knowing who we are. But if you like good art, you like your stories a little darker, Check it out. It's definitely for people like the boys, the Watchmen, or mm -hmm. horror in general. I, you know, and you get in a lot. I, I, I truly believe with us, you know, you get the bang for your buck. You know, you're not just getting a book, you're getting an investment. You're getting the first jump start on a brand new character who's not going anywhere. Because the thing about it is, like, with us, again, we've been doing this for a while before we did the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. The Kickstarter's not the end, end all be all. So, you know, whatever happens, happens with the Kickstarter. Rabbit's still gone. So, you know, we're, we're you not self you self published. Uh, yeah, we self published. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all funded. Yeah. So, like, this, this doesn't by no means stop anything. We just felt the Kickstarter was a good way to maybe, which branch. it has, yeah, branch out, get a few yeah. more people's eyes on us. And I know a lot of people don't like buying directly from websites. You know, I know how that is. So, yeah. Kickstarter is kind of like the segue, you know, saying it's, it, you can bypass it, go straight to Kickstarter. You know, but that's about it. You know, but like I said, just give, just at least, you know, look at the page, check us out. Give it a chance, you know, 15 and bucks. And the prints, yeah. um, I mean, we do high quality paper. Yeah. We don't, um, we don't take any cheap route on anything. Mm -hmm. uh, we pay our artists. Right. Um, you get what you pay for. I truly believe that. So like, even though, um, <clears throat> you know, the lowest tier is $15 for a first print, you're going to get three digital issues. You're going to get free shipping and we, we ship carefully in Gemini's. Yeah. I mean, um, to take care of this precious little book. We yeah, and also like we're, we're not, I'm not big on like, the gimmicks. So I don't really like doing variant covers, but I know a lot of people like them. That's the only reason we did. Cause originally I wasn't going to do that. I was going to say, all right, first print, first print, that's it. And if we do a second printing of the first issue, we'll just change the color a little bit to, to you know, differentiate it from the first. But yeah. you know, again, we're trying to make we're trying to make it fun for people and that's the whole thing we want to have fun with this mm -hmm. you know it's a business obviously you know and everything but we want to have fun and i know like even if you look at like we're look yeah the goal is 6500 but realistically like do you want to go into that like about why yeah yeah kind of some people have questions people about that can, yeah. um, they'll set their goal at like a thousand or two thousand and i think that's great that they're able to do that um for us we were already selling the books prior to Kickstarter. We already printed them, you know, getting to that point. Like, um, so we didn't need crowdfunding for that. Um, not to say that that's bad if you do need crowdfunding. Like, mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing at all. But for us, I think um, our mentality was if we're going to do a Kickstarter, it needs to at least be for a reason. So, um, like I said, our artist isn't cheap. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Our, the production uh, is not cheap on this. We've time, already printed a lot of these things. Um, <laughs> and, you know, printing's not free. 
Yeah. And we, we get a lot of like the extra laminates and things like that to make it higher quality. Um, <clears throat> and so for us, um, my brain is very much like mathy. Does that make sense? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. So like numbers and things, I'm, I'm good with that. And with 6,500, um, what we're able to take from that 6,500 is only 30%, and that pretty much just gets issue three done. Yeah. Not for, Not for anything. <laughs> so. And the shipping's free, too, so it's it's one of those things, you know, you're, you're, you're a chunk of that is the shipping, you know? Right. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't think 65 is, is out of pocket at all, um, especially since, like you guys said, it's going to be working towards, you know, helping fund issue three or, or get issue three jump started. So I, you know, I think 65 is a, a great price. I think, uh, the art really speaks for itself. I think the story is awesome. I think you guys really do have something like really phenomenal on your hands. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I know you guys already were nice enough to send me uh, PDFs, um, but um, I mean, I, there's nothing better than a physical. You know, I love opening up a fresh book and just getting that new comic smell. Yeah, I'm old school too. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, I think we did a good job of covering, you know, just who you guys are, what led you to this, and then your Kickstarter. Um, before we wrap things up completely though, I do want to ask you guys one question in particular. And that is for any indie uh, creator out there that's kind of struggling with their own idea to get off the ground and, and kind of just get started with it. What type of advice would you give them to kind of help push through that barrier? You want to go first? You go first. <laughs> you know, honestly, so you mean like for like this wanting to like make a book? Like yeah, this? yeah. Just, you know, like you, you're, you just can't get started. You're like, you're like, like, what, what do I do to get started? What do I do to do this? Like, what would you say to that person? Oh, flush it out. Write it yeah. down, flush it out first and foremost. Um, because once you actually put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, however you want to do it, you uh, you start to see um, other things kind of pop up like, um, oh, this would actually be pretty cool. And then mm -hmm. you, can, you can build, like um, that's where the building begins. and then. You know, from there. Um, you know, don't cut corners. That's that's another thing. Uh, I hate corner cutting. Corner <laughs> what would be an example it. of that? Um, I I think it's crazy when I go into uh, a comic book store and buy like a big name publisher a comic book and um, the cover is you know drawn by this amazing artist and then you open the book and it's it's like oh there's no backgrounds like, <laughs> there's yeah. you know you you cut the the, the you, bait and switch yeah yeah, yeah. Gotcha. um a consistency i guess that would fall under keeping things consistent too. Right. but you you go um <laughs> you know I, I so i got a few things i can say about it if we got time yeah uh, yeah first of all the big, this is the big thing. I, I'm trying to go from my experience with it and just friends I know have done it. Mm -hmm. You got to ask yourself why you're doing this. Like, what what is your intention with making the comic book? That's the big thing. And the reason I say that because comic book making, it's a lot goes into it. It's a lot of hard work. And we're not mm -hmm. talking about, I'm not even talking about getting it put out. I'm talking about just the process itself of making the thing. You know, you gotta really sit there and look. Okay, if you're just a writer, if you're just a writer who wants to, you know, you, you need an artist and stuff. You gotta 
you gotta remember, it doesn't matter how, you could be the next Stephen King writer. Nobody's gonna read the book if it looks like shit. So yeah. you gotta, have, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you can't, you know, not get a good artist. And I've seen a lot of people in forums, they're wanting, they say, hey, I got a great idea for a book. I can't pay you, but you'll get a back end. I, I hate when I see that. I said, don't, don't do that. Cause that yeah, doesn't don't waste my time with that. Yeah, number one, you're, you're, you're talking about like, you're, you, you got like next Lord of Rings. You may do, but nobody, that's not that's not re realistic. So I definitely say, you know, have realistic expectations and start out small. Just if you've never made a comic before, you know, number one, I hope you re read comics first of all. Mm -hmm. God, please don't be that guy who don't read books trying to make a comic book. <laughs> that just, that's, that's not a good idea, you know. Why do you need to have um, a good knowledge of everything? Be kind of well-rounded. Know a little bit about music. You know what I'm saying? Have a good ear for music. Watch a lot of movies. Watch movies, reading books will help you because now you kind of, you got to understand a visual medium and mm -hmm. the writing aspect of it as well because it, it, all that plays into it. And research things like what you know. I'm always my, my favorite. Like like again, Tarantino and um, I like you no know, other people. I, I I'll pick up screenplays. I'll read their screenplays and stuff. You know. Um, Shane Black. Shane Black's another favorite writer of mine who did like Lethal Weapon and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I read all his screenplays. Phenomenal mm -hmm. guy. And I learned from them. Same thing with comic books. I read Alan, you know, I love Alan Moore, Garth Ennis, you know, Neil Gaiman. We read we read those scripts and I kind of do a comparison of how it went from page to you know from written page to like the illustration. You yeah. gotta learn these things. And the first draft should never be your final. No. And don't and <laughs> have tough skin. Have tough skin. Make sure don't there's constructive criticism, then there's somebody shitting on you. You know, most people should know if somebody's really trying to help them or they're shitting on them. You know, you got to, it's a tough back. You know, you don't get your feelings hurt. And yeah, that's okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like you said, you're going to get your feelings hurt, but you just have to be ready to take it on the chin because, I mean, ultimately, that's your audience. You know, people like people reading it, like that's, that's, you know, the criticism you're getting, like if it's constructive, um, can help you make it better for that audience, right, you know? Yeah. And it's okay, like, it's not like, it's not, nobody's gonna kill you if it's not yeah. good. <laughs> and I was like, you just gotta just move, move on. Well, you're, you're, you're also, you also have to understand too that like, just because one person doesn't like what you do, doesn't mean you're doing anything. Yeah, it's subjective yeah, yeah. too. It's, you're not, you're not gonna have everyone be a fan of you. Right. And mm -hmm. that's just not how life works. It's so. definitely, it's a learning curve and it's a journey. But you know, for the for aspiring creator out there, you just gotta do it. That's the big thing. Just do it. You know, write it down, get an artist, and show people. You can't sit on a thing and think how awesome it is if nobody's ever seen it. You know, you that's gotta true. people, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. You know, just do it. Put you know, finance finance wise, yeah. I mean, for a while when I first started doing this, I was working a job. I was putting I was putting putting away like 50 bucks a week you know what i'm saying that was paying you know and that added up so yeah i could get a couple pages done you can make people can make sacrifices yeah oh, that's true you, you got the money you know do you need that wendy's burger this week or do you gotta you know or do you gotta go see dr strange i know we yeah. all do you know but that you know what i'm saying that's it pretty good it was it's good, good but you know what i'm saying you gotta make sacrifices <laughs> yeah i get it i get it you know you gotta because i mean <laughs> you're paying to see their thing you want people to see your thing so you yeah, gotta you know, make it so you know that's all i gotta say just you know know what you want to do stick with it and you know if it's meant to be it's meant to be you know mm -hmm. you, it's just you got just got to do it <laughs> i've seen your little cat sneaking in behind you guys yeah. too yeah she likes to come out here she's she one likes of them to be on camera. Yeah. but that's all i gotta say you know and it's just you no know, it, the comic industry is a great community you know it's got its ups and downs like anything mm -hmm. else 
you know, but I, I think it's better now than it ever has been before. So. Hey, well, I really appreciate that. I always love hearing uh, different people's like perspectives and opinions on, on that question because you'd be surprised at how different the responses can be. Uh, everybody kind of has a different idea, but it all kind of gravitates towards the, the main thing just to, to do it, just to get it yeah. done. You know, that's like the first step. But with that being said, guys, I think this is a perfect time for me to wrap up. I do have to be up bright and early to get my kids to school at uh, 7 a.m. I love Woo! it. Uh, shoo! <laughs> so with that being said, we are going to be wrapping things up, guys. Be sure to check out this Kickstarter. It is a phenomenal book, a phenomenal read. I had the, like I said, the opportunity to read into it, and I loved every bit of it. Um, big shout out to, to Chastity and Chris for coming on and uh, helping us break down this Kickstarter. Um, I really appreciated that as well. Guys, I hope you have a fantastic Sunday, but most importantly, keep it geekly.